0: Studios presents Paula Perez and Trevor Kremenich are the cinematic duo movie reviews, entertainment news, stories, and more.
1: So it's January. We don't have a theme for this month at all. No. So we're, we tried. Yeah, we tried, but we're literally almost making this up as we go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, yeah, we we talked about that February. We have something, but January, it's just like a, I don't know, just do do something random. You know. Whatever sticks.
0: Yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's a new year. Yeah. But nothing happens at the beginning of the year. So, you know, right now it's fresh start, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Get a fresh start of a new year. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I've already seen people uh, talk about um, they screwed up the first couple of days and they want it to be the next year. Oof. But, so, but January is known for having some failed movies. So, like, January is typically known as, uh, I don't think so anymore, but it's typically known as being the month for movies that go to die. Mm -hmm. But I don't really think so anymore. You know, the last, uh, especially like the last, I would say five years, movies in January have been mostly pretty good.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, what movies came out this month or are coming out
1: this month? uh, There's a night swim that as of this recording, uh, came out a couple days ago. Mm
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Um, that's really the only big one that I know of.
0: Uh, all I know is that one Jason Statham movie that's coming out.
1: The, oh, the, the, the Beekeeper? Movie, the I movie think. that he... The, a new movie that he does every, like, three months, and it's the same movie.
0: Uh, basically, you know, just fighting bad guys in a really cool British way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then
1: oh uh let's um, see we got the, yeah the beekeeper I, uh mm-hmm. the reboot to mean girls
0: which by the way they not to freaking stop they, first of all they should have stopped after that atrocious reboot of mean girls that i think prime did i think it was amazon i could be wrong though mm. where they made like the all the characters like gay mm. or something like that i um, they try to make it, like, LGBTQ-friendly, but it really didn't come out that way. Th-
1: the only thing I know, because, yeah, uh, with Mean Girls, the only thing that I have um, seen that kind of sounds like something like that is they did a, a Grease spinoff show. And I know they did, a like, a, a rebooted show of... Um, I know what you did last summer, but here's the thing. If if you're like me, I don't care about um, uh, I know what you did last summer. Like, I don't understand why, like everyone is just like, oh, this is this is actually really good. I'm like, is it, though? Um, and with Grease, while I think, well, I think it's a good movie. Um, every time when I try to rewatch it, it's just like it's not as good as I remember. Mm-hmm. um yeah they I think it was like um the they did for Greece they did a um, spin-off show. I think it was the Pink ladies. Um, and I didn't see that because I was just like I don't think you need to do this, but you know mm-hmm. money talks
0: it, it does talk, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Greece was a like a one-time movie that you talk about forever. And then from there, you realize that the show is kind of bad, but the songs are kind of good. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you really get. I thought the music was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I feel like that's what it is.
1: Yeah. It, that That's also just, that's, you know, a lot of movies. Like, there's a lot of movies that I've seen where I watched them the first time, and then I watched them uh, again the next couple of times. It's just like, it's not as good as I remember. Like, like Grease, um, I mean, even if you want to, want to go down this route, um, Staying Alive, which is the sequel to Saturday Night Fever, that thing is just ridiculous mm. that it, yeah, that, that has, a uh, Travolta back in it, but it's actually directed right. by, um, uh, Sylvester Stallone.
0: Oh God. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's it's not good it's it's like it's ridiculous and you can clearly tell like they didn't know what they were doing they just wanted to just almost it it almost felt like they were trying to just get it off the ground or like they were just like hey let's do a let's do another saturday night fever movie and make it almost the same and just call it something else and that's pretty much what that is but yeah for mean girls um you know, even, even the original, like, I'm just kind of like, eh, like, okay. Because I lived it. Like that right. was, that was almost high school. I mean, I mean,
0: yeah, it's just to portray like high school.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate them like nailing it down. Like they got it down. So like a T, but at the same time I'm watching, I'm like, I don't need to watch this because I lived it and I hated it. All right. But
0: but yeah. That's just me. Yeah. I mean I like the Mean Girls movie. I feel like it is definitely more of like a chick flick. So Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, so unless you're like mainly chick, then you kinda don't
1: understand it.
0: Well. Or you just got you just gotta dumb yourself down, you know, you just gotta not really take it seriously at some rate. Oh
1: yeah. Well, and at the same time, um, I think the whole idea was to try not do a like sequel or something like that. I'm not too sure what what it was, because that mm-hmm. that movie is um, basically Tina Fey's baby.
0: Right.
1: So. Yeah, but they're saying that this one it's it's a reboot, but it's a musical version.
0: And but we already have the Broadway... Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. It,
1: it's... Yeah, I it was kind of the same way. I'm like, didn't they do, like, a Broadway show of it?
0: Okay, so here it is. It says that not one by two theatrical musicals were released last month based on this, Mean Girls. So they had two musicals released. Mm. But this is the first musical reboot movie that they're doing.
1: Yeah.
0: So... I, I, don't know. I, I don't know. I feel I like may, it's just over I mean, done already.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I may check it out. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, who knows? But, yeah, G- January has definitely been known for being just the throwaway month for movies. Um, yeah. But, like, I know, like, last year we had, like, Megan, which I thought was going to be crap, but actually was was fun and it had a mild like comedic charm to it that i was like oh wow that actually worked
0: i haven't watched it yet um but i did kind of glance at it while my brother was watching it and i have to agree it was not it it really wasn't horror i don't think it was thriller i think it was a pretty comedic movie about a robot you know
1: yeah because that and that they they definitely understood that They're, they were even looking at like, okay, this has been done numerous times. Like the, the, the talking doll thing again, like we know it's been overused. So let's actually step back and make it pretty over the top and, and just have fun with it. And that's pretty much what that movie was. And I'm actually glad they went that. They went that path because yeah, if they just were just pretty much plain serious then I don't think it would have worked. But yeah, they they definitely looked at it and went, yeah, we, we know there's like been multiple killer doll movies. So let's, let's actually have some fun with this.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And getting a sequel next year.
0: Yes, I saw that.
1: And so yeah, and then the way that the first one ended kind of was hinting like, oh, maybe maybe and it was kind of like a well you're going to because it made it made money so mm-hmm. yeah
0: so, oh well oh well but i mean i mean i i guess it's right now it's just kind of 50 50 night swim i'm sure i'm sure i think i went to go see it or no not yet
1: no i haven't seen it yet but i'm i'm hearing very mixed things about it like mm. people are people are saying that it's it's good but it could have been better. That, Ooh, that okay. maybe like, uh, like seventy five percent of it s- stuck while the other twenty five didn't. So it's kind of like okay, like I don't know. I'll I'll still check it out because I I am very curious about it, but mm-hmm. yeah, so we'll we'll see, but yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, the only movie I'm pretty excited to see is. The um the ISS, the International Space. Mm. Thing.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Station, I think, right?
1: Something like that. I saw something yeah. on. I was I was working, and I saw something about that. Yeah, ISS. Hmm. So, it And when I was, when they were showing it a little bit on um, TV, I was pretty interested in it. I'm like, "What is this?" They're like, "Oh, yeah." All right, okay.
0: So here it says that the premise. It says, "Escape the news headlines about war with Russia by seeing a movie about a war with Russia." Ariana DeBoz um, stars in *Bleecker Street*, outer space thriller, as an astronaut forced to confront her Russian cosmonauts Mm. a colleagues brought the international space station after nuclear war breaks out between the us and moscow down on earth Mm. so so basically each so the americans and the russians all got orders to take over the international space station and that's that's basically the entire movie
1: Mm -hmm. tensions flare in the near future aboard the international space station as a conflict breaks out on earth um reeling the US and Russian astronauts receive orders from the, from the ground. Take control of the station by any means necessary. Yeah, It from the, from uh, what I saw, like commercials for it, it didn't look that way. I mean, yeah, you definitely see like tension, like tensions going up, but I was thinking mm-hmm. of something like, um, something almost like alien or like gravity or even something like life, which yeah. Um. Yeah. Alien is is still great. Gravity, still haven't seen it. Yeah, I gotta fix that. And then life. Yeah, you do. And then, yeah, and then life, life was interesting, and was and was definitely like, you know, like, like wow, this is crazy. But I don't think a lot of it stuck. It It definitely kind of reminded me of of those. Type of movies. And I was like, okay. I and mean, then to probably something even mediocre than that, which was 10 Cloverfield, or not 10 Cloverfield, uh, Cloverfield, Cloverfield Paradox, which was just forgettable. I mean, did you see that, one, you on on that one.
0: one? Yeah, I did. Now that you bring it up, I actually never really, you know, I don't really think about it that often
1: exactly because everyone forgot about it because it was so forgettable yeah, just
0: yeah I mean I guess some parts you you can kind of remember but even then it's just kind of like oh I guess that kind of did happen in the movie it's not like anything super huge you know groundbreaking yeah. I must say you know yeah.
1: it it wasn't like the first cloverfield or like with 10 cloverfield Lane you were kind of expecting it to be cloverfield 2 but in actuality it wasn't
0: Yeah. And I was like, oh,
1: that's actually cool and creative. Yeah. This one, yeah, it tries to be like, tries to be like alien. But then it then does a switcheroo where it's like, oh my God, really? We're doing this. And then problem that I had with that one was, you know, didn't like the characters. And then it was very predictable. (laughs) Like halfway through the movie, they find they find someone on the ship. That was apparently there, and they need help. And I'm just like, the whole time going, "That's a red flag." I'm like, no, they're gonna be bad. And then what happens on the in the climax? And I'm just like, "Yeah, you guys are just idiots." Oh yeah. yeah, well, can't win them all. Yeah. And
0: then, yeah, you can.
1: Yeah. And then. Yeah, uh, you kind of
0: just start tuning out after you kind of realize that you just know what the movie's gonna be about. And then you just kind of realize, oh, you know what? I'm just
1: not going to watch this even more. But yeah, January's definitely, I would say in the last couple of years, they've definitely, like, um, been able to find some hits and then Mm -hmm. still some some stinkers. Um, Like... Like, yeah, like, Megan, and then a couple years ago, we had uh, the third Bad Boys, which, despite everything that's been going on with with uh, um, the Fresh Prince himself, they're doing four. And they said, possibly this year. But then you also have, like, some sinkers, like, like, uh, the Bye Bye Man, which... Uh-huh. Yeah, that was That's, bad. No. That was bad. Mm-hmm. That was just that was terrible. Um but you know January has been definitely known as being like the the graveyard for film. Not really anymore. Um No. I would say I, right. if I had to pick um, like the the season I would if I had to pick last year. If I had to pick a season where it was definitely, like, the movies that went to die or, like, movies that were supposed to do well but didn't. That was the summer. Where you had, like, all these, like, you know, like, box office movies besides, like, Barbie and Oppenheimer where they exploded. I mean, no pun intended. Um, But, like, all these other movies, they just bombed.
0: You're right. You're right. Not that I think about it. You're
1: right. I mean, Mission. Impossible, I feel like
0: every other movie. Yeah. yeah like go
1: Mission ahead. Impossible did okay. They were definitely expecting more than that. Um, even though it came out during, um, uh, like I think it was like February or March or something like that. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons bombed. I mean it. It did okay. But when you look at the numbers, it's like yeah, that could have done way better. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just, and then I saw, uh, Strays, okay. and, yeah, that, that tanked. Which, you know, it, 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 I get it. You know, it, it feels like if you look at it through the surface, it kind of looks like, a one note joke movie. It's like hey. Can we, let's get these funny people to f- to do voiceovers over live-action dogs and just have them swear all the time so it it does feel like a one note joke but there's actually a certain thing to it that surprised mm-hmm. me um last voyage of the demeanor that bombed um
0: which was surprising because it, i, I liked the movie it was actually decent yeah i yeah, had thought I, it was actually pretty good
1: yeah i liked it 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 knew exactly what it was it was being a a genre movie where it was like, hey, let's just, you know, we we know what this is. It says, it's even in the title, The Last. So you're thinking to yourself, oh, all these people are going to get killed. So come to the yeah. theater and, you know, watch a, maybe, I forget how long it was, like maybe like 90 minutes, two hours or something like that. Watch, watch a, a fun roller coaster of a movie where Dracula just, just murders people mm-hmm. for for a good runtime and does it in a in a pretty cool and very bloody way. Yeah. That was that movie. That's why I put it on my top fifteen. You know, it was it was number fifteen on my list, but it was still one of those movies where it's like, okay, look, you could look at it like, yeah, it's very over the top, and like, why would I care? But it, at the end of the day, it knows exactly what it is. And you know what? I had fun with it. So, whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like my my best of list was it. I think I had to rearrange it like a couple of times because, yeah, originally I was going to put uh, Mission Impossible on my best of. But then, you know, after thinking about it a lot, I did like a lot of things they did in it. While I think some things in it was like really like okay. I did like a lot of things they did in it. So I was like, all right, yeah. I'll give a credit. Um yeah, I was <laughs> and then a lot of I know uh, some people were talking to me and was, and they were saying like so hold on. You prefer Dungeons and Dragons over Barbie and Oppenheimer? I'm like, yes like yeah like sorry but yes that
0: was kind of I don't know how unfair of Barbenheimer trend to take over uh, that whole period Yeah. because it lasted a while and any movie that was in the same showing with them kind of got overshadowed and then not only did Barbenheimer overshadow FNAF movie also ended up overshadowing Overshadowing a lot of other movies too yeah. that were playing the same time. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of movies just didn't get any chance because three big movies came out.
1: Well, and then that people um, were just raging over. One movie that I did put on my list that I did eventually watch, that wasn't theaters, but the studio made an executive decision to not put it in more theaters than it did. I think it had like a limited run. Was uh, cobweb, and that one was really good. And that one came out around the same time as Barbie and Oppenheimer, and I'm like you guys just basically shot this movie in the foot. I'm like, why would mm-hmm. you do that? You know, and 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 just what sucked about it was that, yeah, you had like um, uh, was it Lizzie Kaplan, who, um, from Mean Girls, it's like we right. come we come full circle, um, but again and then. Cloverfield as well, but it also has um, um, it was Anthony Starr, which if you watch the boys, you know how just insane and creepy he is, mm-hmm. and it was it was like oh geez like this is just nuts, and it came out during that whole uh, period of those two movies coming out, and it's like why would you do that, you know and then just yeah very disappointing but I really like that movie and then there were some I like see. there were some like honorable mentions that I had um, where I wanted to put them on my list but at the end of the day I was just like yeah okay I think the biggest one on that was Marink*, uh, and right. because you know I'm probably like one of the 50% of people that liked it because it's very, it, I wouldn't say controversial. I would say controversial in the way of you looking at it at a movie, because there's a lot in it. It plays on atmosphere a lot. There's barely any dialogue and the, and the dialogue that you do here, it's very muffled. So you can't really hear anything. So it's like, you have to like, have like, just like, radio silence around you or have like really good headphones which luckily i did when i watched it but it yeah like i talked to i talked to two people who saw it one of them agreed with me and the other one was just like are you too insane like that movie was terrible like it was a waste of time yeah and and the thing is is that i can see why why they think that and I'm not fighting them on that because I do I do see why. It's not like I saw somebody put Dungeons and Dragons in their in their worst of list, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna fight this guy. I will I will roll my d20s and I will obliterate them. Um, where with this one, it was like, okay, I I get it, you know, I get it. So it's 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 not for everyone, but me personally. While I wished it was, it wasn't like, uh, I think an hour and 40 minutes or something like that, it could have been trimmed. Mm -hmm. Um, I did, I did like piece it together and was like, oh, this sucks. (laughs) And then, yeah, like towards like, yeah, the third act when everything just goes haywire, it's like, oh boy, that's just, that sucks. That's really terrible. So I don't know, but I left that off. Um, and yeah, something I've learned is that I, I will always have one on like best or worst of list that is going to be controversial, whether it be like, I liked it, but everyone else did like that kind of way. And I, and I feel if, if I put that one in my best of, then people would have been like turning heads and been like, are you serious? It, you know, it, it. It was the same thing I was going that my mind was going through when I decided to put Five Nights at Freddy's in the disappointment list, of mine.
0: Oh, fair enough.
1: I mean, because do I recognize it as being a movie made for the fans? Yes, I'm not penalizing it for that. It's just the issues that I had is that it felt very predictable. If you if you know the story, so it's like if you know the story of of the the series or of like. You, you know you follow the series you know exactly how it's going to play out and so to me there really was no surprising like surprises it wasn't like something like the last of us where i played the game so i knew pretty much what was going to happen but then they threw in a whole bunch of curveballs and they kept hitting me in the face until i went whoa like that's just insane but with the finance freddy's movie nope he didn't throw those curveballs. And so.
0: No, I, I have to agree with you. Even though as like a fan, like a time fan, like mm, middle school, first yeah, game, yeah, I played it. I know the lore, read every book. Mm. It was, it was like what in the world is going on. Yeah, you know? I have to agree with you on that one.
1: So, yeah. It, and that's why I put it in like disappointing where it's just kind of like, all right, I didn't, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. But at the end of the day, like I was expecting more from it, and it it didn't deliver. But I do appreciate them for doing a lot of the game justice. So I do I do give them credit for that. You know that's that's why I know a lot of people jumped on me when I'm I put uh, the Exorcist Believer in my disappointment one because that was one where I was kind of like one of the few people in the world that that saw it and they went you know that wasn't too bad um but it is unfortunately it is one of those movies where you you watch it the first time and you'll be like okay you know that that was that was that was okay like it was fine to then when you start slowly like looking at it through a magnifying glass you start seeing it like more and more and you're like oh no this isn't good and that was kind of me through it. it was the first time i saw it i was like Okay, it's, it's, it's all right. And then when I started thinking about it more, I was like, yeah, that didn't make sense. Yeah, that was thrown in there for no reason. That made no sense. I don't know why the hell they did that. And it was just it was just like the building was coming down. It, it was like building a building with scotch tape. You, it, it held <laughs> it held together OK, but then all of a sudden somebody cut a piece of the tape And then the building starts slowly collapsing and you're just like oh no this yeah this is not gonna go well so and then yeah so yeah um but i would say out of last year it definitely had a lot of a lot of good movies a lot of great movies um you know like good movies to me would be from like last year good movies to me would be like last voyage of the demeanor um, Mission Impossible. Um, uh, great movies be like, you know, like Cobweb or like Talk to Me. And the movies that I thought were amazing, like Spider-Man, Across the Spider-Verse, Evil Dead Rise, like those kind of movies.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on, on that. I think No One Will Save You will be up there, a little bit up there too. As I, well. And
1: uh, I put No One Will Save You is great because because that film was mm. just so so inventive and what i loved about that movie was that it was pretty much in one location and it was just it was one character pretty much one location and there was no dialogue and so and it just it didn't and it was showing you like we don't need to rely on on dialogue to give you a very immersive story like there's the the show don't tell kind of thing that was very much one of those movies that was just like we're showing you we're not telling you and it was just like, it was very inventive the way they did it. And that was one of the movies last year where I'm like, they should have released that in theaters. Cause I think that would have been amazing, but, but they didn't. Thanks. Hulu. They didn't. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, like disappointments last year, like, you know, like five minutes, Freddy's, um, the exorcist, uh, renfield i know a lot of people were surprised that i put that on there and because some of the people i talked to they like loved the shit out of it and i'm like yeah i'm not really one of those people i mean i've seen some people put in the worst of, and i'm like to me it's not it's not the best of but it's certainly not in the worst one not in the worst of the best ones it's kind of like i wish they kind of did something different i mean they did do something different but what they did was kind of like all right they're you're kind of doing this like all right whatever but then when people put in their worst of i then fight against that and go like you know dude you gotta admit that this was cool you know especially nicholas cage's dracula he was awesome um so it was it was oh, like yeah. it was like mm-hmm. you gotta admit like there were a lot of things about the movie that were cool so that's where i stand where i go like there were, some, there were things in there where I'm like, I wish that's, this was different. I wish they changed this. And then there were things in there where I'm like, okay, that was pretty cool and clever the way they did it. So it was kind of like in the middle where it's like, I don't see it as one of the best of movies, but I certainly don't see it as one of the worst of films. That's why I kind of put it in the disappointment list. But, you know, I would say if they, if they change maybe one or two things that I was a little bit um, iffy about, Maybe it would be off the disappointment and probably be an honorable mention. But who knows? But I do know people Mm -hmm. that like Mm -hmm. that, like, love that film. And I'm like, okay, that's you. And then, you know, the worst of movie um, we'll be talking about soon. Oh, God, we'll get we'll get to that later.
0: Okay. I mean I have to admit there wasn't a lot of terrible movies this well, I guess last year. Yeah. Um, I just think there were a lot of misses in my opinion. I wouldn't say horrible, but definitely misses. Oh, like yeah. any of the superhero movies, complete garbage, oh, in my yeah. opinion.
1: Well and then Freaking, that's like, you know, yeah, like the MCU and D C EU that is now dead. hmm Yeah, it's because the the issue that I've been having with I would say both marvel and dc uh but mainly marvel is um it feels like they they're not taking their stuff seriously anymore and feels like they're kind of writing it off as like one note jokes i mean people were telling me like somebody told me when they saw the marvels in the trailers and all the stuff you see um uh, nick fury back well apparently somebody somebody told me that he's pretty much there just for comedic value like he just Yo. shows up. He shows up. Says a says a funny line. Even when like danger is like striking them in the face, it's like a com- it, he just says something funny, and so it's like a complete one eighty of his character. Because if you like remember like phase one, two, and three, he was a very straight like um, straight type uh, guy, and then only yeah, yeah. only threw in like comedic things, you know, just for like you know, like little sakes of it. But now it's like he's had a complete 180 or someone bonked him on the head, he got amnesia and then just completely forgot about who he was as a person. And, yeah, I
0: mean, I don't know. I agree with you
1: on that one. Yeah. And then somebody I, I saw a review where somebody talked about like halfway through the Marvels, it all of a sudden stopped. It became a Disney princess movie. And I was like, get out of here. And then they showed me and I was like, Oh my God, like they don't care anymore. Oh, um, no. and so, yeah, but I would say Marvel has definitely the last, um, two years, they've definitely just, I, it, I don't, I don't like to say they stopped caring cause I think they still do care, but what they've been doing is just been a complete, like, you know, uh, sh- I keep saying 180, but it's, it's true. Um, like if you go back to phase one, two, and three, yeah, there was some comedic stuff in there, but mostly like they were like very straightforward and sometimes pretty dark. And now with phase four and beyond, it's like, what happened? It's like, it's like, this is a comedy sketch show and you're not making me laugh. You're just more like making me slap my forehead because I'm just embarrassed right now, and it's <laughs> yeah, it's just not what they set up.
0: Okay. No, and it sucks because they're putting in such little effort with these movies. But then you get like some of like their shows that they've been putting out, like Loki. On mm-hmm. um, yeah, I still haven't seen season it? two. Moon Knight, yeah, some other stuff like that, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I think Hawkeye 2 was another one yeah and it's just like why would you not put in that same effort and
1: yeah i mean budget
0: is still there but effort is not I'll yeah be honest, it's would, it's the
1: just kind of... the the shows that i've been watching like moon knight was was good i did like it it was it did it had those like superhero merits to it but it that was dark like that was a dark one and i liked it i liked how it went dark like especially there's a twist uh like a little over halfway through in that show where i was like oh that sucks um and it was like oh wow that caught me off guard um hawkeye well i don't think hawkeye was fully great it did have like a a nice like buddy like yeah buddy relationship between uh it was Jeremy Renner and Haley Staffield Yes. Um, it, it did have a. It did have a like nice charm, and they they did look like um, they did their the way that their characters were made up, was to, it it made you feel like oh that that was cool, and then the whole like intro like, it bringing back like uh, Florence Pugh from Black Widow, was kind of like. This kind of took a left turn and it's just like, you don't like, it feels very jumbled, like you just threw that in for no reason. Um, but what was cool was in that one, they in- they introduced back uh, Kingpin from, and it was, uh, yeah. it was the same Kingpin from, uh, it was uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, it was the same Kingpin from the Daredevil Netflix show. And then we're seeing in uh, Echo, which, you know, does, it does intrigue me. It, it does intrigue me mainly because this is the first time the MCU has gotten rated R TVMA. So it's like, oh, so, you know, maybe you guys put on your big boy shoes now and you're actually, you know, you know, just realizing like, oh yeah, our our target our audiences are, you know, ready for this when we're be we, when we've been saying the whole time like we've been ready for this. You guys just haven't been doing it. So Echo does intrigue me, and it, um, uh, shoot, what was it? Um, I know I'm missing one in there. It was a, um Miss Marvel. Yeah. Yes. Miss Marvel, Marvel. I did. I did like you know, um, some aspects of that one, but at the end of the day, it was kind of like, all right, you're just you know introducing a new character to then set up the Marvels. It. It, it didn't feel that way, like the first couple episodes I was watching, but then after a while it's kind of like, okay, I kind of, I know where this is going. And so it was like, all right, well, all right, whatever. Still, I don't think Miss Marvel was bad at, at all. It was just kind of like no, no, halfway no. through, it was kind of like, all right, you're going a certain path that I'm liking. And then the second path was just like, oh, you, you went down that path. Like, can you turn around and go back the other way?
0: Uh,
1: that's just Marvel for you I think in general yeah so yeah I don't know I mean I know how much a lot of people like love uh, like Captain America Civil War and Mm -hmm. while I think it is a good movie if you look at it from an MCU uh, standpoint right now completely unnecessary at least to me where you know yes it was the introduction to you know it brought in Spider-Man and it did bring Black Panther in But when I look at it from afar, I'm just like, yeah, you guys were kind of fighting over, you know, stupidity. And then it was like, "Uh, okay, whatever. But that's just me. You know, I keep, I keep seeing like, um, I keep thinking about like Tony, like pretty much wanting to keep the, keep them in check. And then, I'm, I would be there going, like, you're the one who's reckless. Like, are you kidding me? Keep us in check? We're the ones saving the world. You're the one who's causing mayhem. It's like... Yeah, it's like... Um, yeah, I, I would be like, yeah, dude, we're, we're not pals anymore. It's, like, sell out. Yeah, I
0: agree. Yeah.
1: But, you know, that... That's just me. But, yeah, with... But I would think with DC, they're definitely, you know, it's like they knew what was, they knew what was going to happen. It's like they all sat down in a meeting and they were, and they found out that the DCEU was going to end last year because they were going to reboot it because it's now under uh, James Gunn. Right. So it's like they looked at last year and went, you know what, let's just put, little effort into these and just pump them out because we know it's going to end. It feels like one of those shows where they're like halfway through a season to then, or yeah, they're, they're halfway through filming a a season and then they get the call from the executives and studio or the network saying, we're going to pull the plug on your show, but can, but finish the season. They then after that call or the meeting, then they wrote the rest of the season just like yeah we know we're gonna get canned here who cares and it it sucks because i've seen a lot of shows do that and it it really just was a bummer like there's there's two shows in particular and they're both from fox so it has a pretty understandable meaning because you know they love to basically shoot shows in the foot um one was is, i don't uh,
0: understand why but you know yes yeah.
1: i mean when you when you look at uh firefly they um they made the conscious they made the business decision to rearrange the first couple of episodes why because they thought that the the, the episodes that they wanted to air first were more action-packed so i believe they aired the second episode first and then the first episode second So, yeah, the second episode, you just get you get all this just like stuff like you're just dropped in to the first episode, then tells you everything and builds everything up. And so everyone's like, what was that? Like, what just happened to then? Yeah, they basically shot that show in the foot. But the two shows that I can mainly think of was uh, Sleepy Hollow and Mm -hmm. uh, Alcatraz. Um, Sleepy Hollow is is cool it's it's four seasons uh i'm not too sure what they're on but they're cool like uh do, do you know about that one
0: the um Sleeping Sleeping Hello? yeah i do
1: yeah um for for those uh listening who don't know that show is about um ichabod crane in the american revolutionary war he gets, quote unquote, killed and then gets resurrected by his wife Katrina in modern times. So now Sleepy Hollow is still standing, but it's all modernized. And there's just like a whole bunch of like spirits and uh, like other entities where he has to work with um, uh, a detective to then solve all these mysteries and and basically stop them. It's it's pretty cool and yeah i really dug that show especially the first the first three seasons were cool to then the end of the third season it's like they got it's like they got the call from this from fox saying we're gonna pull the plug on your show and or we're gonna give you one more season but then after that season we're done and so then the end of season three they did something where i'm like what are you doing and it was like did you guys want to get canceled And then the fourth season, they still try to maintain all the stuff that worked, but realize like, oh, everything that worked, we got rid of or we 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 did what we did in the last season. And then after season four concluded, they pulled the plug.
0: Yeah. And I thought that was I just think it's stupid how they do that.
1: Mm -hmm. And then with Alcatraz, that lasted a season, but that was actually cool. Do you know about that one? no i don't oh that one's about um a group of um detectives they um so in um i think it was 1965 or 66 um all the inmates from alcatraz they were um uh taken out and then thrown into other um places around um Around the, the, I don't know if it was the United States or the world, but this one, but this show takes place in modern time where um, a bunch of uh, like detectives and an author, they have to work together to find all of the inmates and bring them back. So it was, it, it was quite cool. And then I know it, like the lead detective was uh, Sam Neill. Which you remember like Jurassic Park, but I always known him from, you know, one of my favorite horror movies in The Mouth of Madness, because that movie's just awesome. But yeah, like that was a cool that was a cool show, and it only lasted a season, but it's like halfway through, they then got the call that their show was gonna get plugged. Damn. And they did something in the last episode where, like what just happened? It's like you guys knew you guys were gonna get canned. And you just went, screw it, we're gonna do this. And I was like, what did you just do? Like you had something going that was really cool. And this is what you did. And there were times where that show got dark. I mean, you know, it's dealing with Alcatraz inmates, but it got dark. And you know, same thing with Sleepy Hollow, too, was that yeah it was it was a supernatural kind of like dark show but it had a comedic thing to it because it also felt like a fish out of water type story because you know you're taking this guy from from 1700s who fought in the american revolutionary war and you put when you put him in modern time it's like what's gonna happen here um like i still remember there was there was a an episode where the beginning of it um i think ichabod had like a bunch of pumped up rage to then uh his uh his friend then recommended him play video games to then at the end of the episode they're like in their office uh she's kind of like looking through stuff and then he's actually has like a headset on he's playing video games and he's playing like call of duty and he and he's just and she's just like so how you doing over there it's just like yeah, this pumped up rage has definitely helped. I've I just got this this person named Potato Chips are Cool. Oh my god. Yeah. So it, it it was funny. And so yeah, like that show I I wish they didn't do what they did at the end of season season 3 because what they did was just like you guys just shot yourselves in the foot. So if you're going to watch CP Hollow and I recommend that you do. I would say just watch the first three seasons. Season four, it was interesting, but at that point, it's just like, uh, all right, whatever. But yeah, but yeah, Alcatraz. If you find that show, I recommend watching it. You can kind of look at it like because the way that it was pitched to you know me and and uh, a lot of other people was that it was supposed to last like a long time it was supposed to last a couple seasons and then they just mm-hmm. did it at the very end it was like what what was that and it's just it sucked it was just it was i don't know what they did it was just it was a bummer because both those shows were really good so yeah
0: i don't know the decisions that fox made
1: no i feel like they they really did
0: shoot themselves in the foot with that one had they continued, they probably would have made a lot more money off of it Mm
1: -hmm. i mean they they pull plugs on those shows but then they keep like the simpsons around for like season 40 and then just recently family guy hit their 300th episode wow um you know what's funny about that is um they had like a they had like a it was probably it, it looked like a premiere, but it also looked like a press junket kind of thing for the three hundredth mm-hmm. episode. And Seth MacFarlane was there, and he posted a, like a video online and said, "Like, thank you, fans, for three hundred episodes. Can we please stop now?" Oh my gosh! Yeah, there he, especially he's done. I mean, he he just by the time that he was done with you know Family Guy, he moved on to a bunch of different things like. Ted, um, um, which I've only seen, uh, the two movies, um, as of this recording in a couple of days, the prequel, uh, series for Peacock is going to come out, which looks funny. Oh,
0: um,
1: okay. Yeah. Uh, Million was Down in the West. That was okay. It, the cast was huge, but it was like, okay, like I, I kind of get what you're doing here, but it's like, all right, whatever. And then. The Oroville, which I've only seen a little bit of it, but my um my stepfather like loves that show. Um, and when I do see it, it's like it's almost like, like Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's you know, it's in a space adventure drama, if you will, that just has comedy thrown into it. And the comedy's not supposed to be forced. It's it's like legitimately trying to be a like legit action or um, adventure drama series that just happens to have comedy. And that's actually the way that McFarlane was pitching it. Is that, yeah, he said like, we looked at like Guardians of the Galaxy. We looked at Deadpool, like what's like TV versions of those. Right. Yeah. I, eventually I'll sit down and watch that show like thoroughly. Um, But yeah, like he's moved on. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah like every time when like people like bring up like yeah it's, this is the new season of family guys like yeah great whatever like pretty much it's it's like a paycheck at this point which sucks too because he created the show yeah
0: like I mean how are you supposed to deal with falling in love with the show when you first make it and then also getting tired of it after so long i mean i thought, i also feel like family guy is running out of jokes or at just oh, some point i feel like the jokes just get once, really bad once
1: you know? i think once mcfarlane left like like he left the writing process like i think he said like 2011 or 2012 when he first made ted he left the show i think that's when it started to dip Oh yeah, Because then, then, yeah, just newer seasons and newer episodes. Which like, what are you doing? Like, the family, like, each each family member just shifted. Like, the beginning, they legit felt like a, a family, but they each had, like, their own, like, little corks to them. Like, like most families do. Now, nowadays, they just don't hate each other. And I was like, why would I watch this? So, yeah, and then just... They're trying to recycle things that worked before, and it doesn't anymore. Um, it's just it's not good anymore. And yeah, I agree. I
0: think that's why I stopped watching both American Dad and the fan Family Guy. Yeah. Just because you know, I felt like the family itself was just so toxic to each other, especially mm-hmm. Family Guy. They're all so, they're always toxic to each other. And doing yeah. things that they probably shouldn't be, but you know, yeah, I think that's why The Simpsons is such a better show, even if it is, you
1: know. Well, and then the other thing, long. the other thing about The Simpsons is that they change writers every three seasons Ooh. to then keep it going with Family Guy, it's a lot of the same writers or a lot of new writers they're bringing in that are trying to copy stuff from the old writers. Um, yeah, where Simpsons, I know, changes like every three, four seasons. Um, like I, I always look back at um, in the 90s when I think it was Conan O'Brien, he was writing for the show uh, for for a little bit. And then he got um, the, the late night show or a, a Tonight Show. So he was actually writing on Simpsons for a little bit. And then a lot of people were saying like some of his episodes, are actually some of the best ones in the whole series
0: yo um, i didn't know that
1: mm-hmm. so but yeah like i know the simpsons they change writers every three four seasons family guy doesn't and it has a lot of the same writers um a lot of those writers actually have left and they've done like some other things like i know one of the writers they left and they did the movie last year what was a joyride um It was, I've, I think that's what it was, but yeah, they. I stopped watching Family Guy. I mean, the I, I think the only things for Family Guy that I watch is. The Star Wars, uh, parodies they did, and I think seasons one to. I would say, seven, and then parts of eight and nine, and then just the rest is just kind of like a blur to me.
0: Oh. I mean I don't watch the Simpsons like for like plot or anything. I just kind of like watching it once in a while and then getting caught up with like those um
1: it's a background YouTube show. Channels
0: that yeah. So, I mean it's that's, just kind of a fun show in my opinion.
1: That's that's kind of the same thing with me. Like I we all have those background shows. Um I don't think to me the Simpsons and Family Guy I don't really see them see those to me as background shows. Uh, the, the shows that I kind of just put on, like in the background, or you know, if I'm like eating something and I needed something to watch for maybe like thirty minutes, I'll I'll put this on. It's usually like Robot Chicken or um, South Park. Mm, okay. Yeah, where it's it's kind of like all right. I don't I don't really I don't have the urge to. I mean, with. Robot Chicken is just a whole bunch of sketches, but with South Park, it's like I'm not I'm not totally um, um, in for it for the story. I'm just mainly in for it just to see what funny things these characters are going to do or what they're going to say or, you know, how is Kenny going to die this week? So it, it it's like that. Um, and then since i've played both of the, the south park games like uh, stick of truth and then fractured butthole <laughs> right um i've played both i played and beat both of them uh, and both of them are actually pretty good um i kind of know it's yeah i know the lore but i really haven't watched the show it's it's like the same thing with me with rick and morty it's kind of like i know pretty much the lore but I really haven't seen the show. I've only seen the first season right now. And from what I remember from the first season, it was funny. It's it's just one of those shows where I'm like, eh, okay. Like I watched it, whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: I agree with you on those. I just, you know. Yeah. Also, good shows are kind of hard to come by, at least animated ones, you know?
1: Yeah and then you know if i want to you know watch and watch an animated show where you know i love i love the story i love what they do uh those shows would definitely be the ones that i grew up watching like courage the cowardly dog or even like, teen titans where it's like the writing for those are just so tight and so good where i can like i'll sit and rewatch these any day you know like Curse Cowardly Dog, it's just like, what new creature or new just thing can we do? And like basically how can we scare the shit out of kids nowadays? And basically. And, yeah, and then Teen Titans was just how how action packed can we get these episodes to be and how funny can we make them? Because I remember, you know, as a kid being just so fascinated with the almost like anime style animation that they had and also like the action was like so cool and like so well done and also that show made me laugh so many times like when i was a kid i was laughing so hard and then nowadays when I rewatch like a couple episodes here and there it still makes me laugh and a lot of that has to do with the writing but also the animation yeah
0: i feel like they both have to kind of Match up with each other, yeah. or else it won't work
1: out. Yeah, no, no, and that's I think one of the beauties of like Teen Titans and Curtis Carlick Dog, is that the writing and the animation just matched up so well. And if I had to throw a couple of other examples in there, I mean, I didn't really watch this one as much as I wanted to growing up, but I did like a little bit of what I was watching, and that was uh, Dexter's Laboratory. Um, Phineas and Ferb, obviously, you know we all grew up on that. Um, even to even something like the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, because I got into that show mm-hmm. thanks to watching Courage the Cowardly Dog, because people are telling me they're kind of in that same like um, um, uh, circle, but I would say like. Billy Mandy gets like, because I think they were coming out around the same time, no, actually, I think Billy Mandy came out after Courage did, but they, it was kind of like, all right, Courage is over. What spooky, like almost kind of lighthearted show can we do next? And that's Grim Adventures of Billy Mandy. I mean, the fact that the whole, you know, premise of the show is these two kids um, they uh, win at, I think it's Chest with the Grim Reaper, and now he has to basically live with them. Is like, they're they're like, they're buddies, and like they're living with the Grim Reaper, and this show is for kids?
0: Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, but to be fair, Courage was never a kid show either. Oh,
1: no, no, it was not. No. I mean, yeah, they're there's still some like images they're not like, you know, they're not like what I talked about um, was it last time with that stupid old lady who swallowed a fly doll. It's not like that. It was more of just like a, Ooh, geez, what was that? Um, but there's some like great episodes that I love to go back and rewatch. Like I love um, the uh, oh, shoot. There was a, uh, uh, that episode where courage keeps messing up and um then all of a sudden like that uh like english teacher shows up but only him he can see it he's here and like teaches him how to be perfect it's yeah i remember that yeah but it's it's kind of like you're going through like this just you know mental stress of trying to be perfect but realizing like no one no one is if you really look at it But it's the very end of it when you see just like that early 2000s CGI monstrosity. It's just like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. Yeah,
0: Um, I remember that too. It was so bad.
1: Yeah, by today's standards, it's like, yeah, okay, that's that's pretty bad. But when you watched it as a kid, you were like, whoa, that just came out of nowhere. But to me, the best episode is still um, uh, King Ramsay's Curse because that show just you know every single episode it was like they had either a new a new character or yeah you know, like a new enemy or they had a new enemy that was a completely different like art style whether it be like you know something like the episode where courage has to go deliver a package for um a cro- uh, for a cockroach and he opens up the door and it's supposed to be a little girl playing a violin and then it turns around and starts being a claymation creature it was like whoa oh that, that just came out of nowhere but with King Ramsey's curse well you can clearly tell it's CGI and it looks pretty bad by today's standards it was still effective and even there was like some live action parts in there like I still remember the the one where it was like uh, the harvest one And just, like, all of a sudden, it was a live-action floating head that was just there. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Yeah. But, you know, or they would have it in the same art style that it had, but they did something, like, just cool and creative and also creepy. I mean, I always go back to um, um, Muriel's um, cousin, uh, Fred, who was just so obsessed with cutting hair. And he just had that like huge like. <laughs> j- just like Joker smile. But it wasn't painted on his face. It was his real right. smile. And it was just like. Ugh. Like who knew like. You know going to the barber would be this insane. But.
0: I mean. I remember that one episode. Where um, Muriel got abducted by a bunch of aliens.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I look back at the, at that one, it's, um, she, uh, it was like an in, uh, I think a spaceship crash land. And then it was a, it was an alien, um, that like, I think like took her kindness or something like that. But then when it's revealed what they really look like, you find out it's just a giant brain with tentacles and eyes on the brain. And you're just like, this is just gross but i still love the ending of that one on how courage defeats them he knocks on their spaceship hands them a bomb and basically they just hold it and they just i guess they so were supposed to be like stupid aliens or something yeah they were supposed to be not not the brightest ones yeah. and it's it's something like that it was just like that's just that's funny and it's it's comedic and yeah it's just that's that's just funny to me so yeah, I, I loved Curse Cowardly Dog growing up and I still do now and it's it's definitely one of those I, I I think I would put it as like one of my favorite shows ever. Just because it had such an impact on yeah. me when I was a kid. I mean both I agree. Both mentally and my love for like horror stuff nowadays.
0: You yeah, be I'll be honest with you, I think that's I think courage is the reason why I can handle certain things and handle, can't handle other certain things. Because mm-hmm. it really does open you up to everything. It really does.
1: Yeah. It was, it, Curse the Cowardly Dog was like one of, it was that show where, you know, like scary stories to tell in the dark. That was for you if you can handle horror for, for reading. For Curse the Cowardly Dog, it was can you handle this for television? And, yeah and then and then you had your you know movies in 2000s that were kind of like you know kind of horror kids like kids horror movies but at the same time they really weren't like scooby-doo i mean like i mean kind of but but then also in the 90s you know that was when like goosebumps came out and so everybody everyone was reading like all the kids were reading like goosebumps and scary stories to tell in the dark where that was kind of, and even if I had to throw in another Arnold Stein thing, like Haunting Hour and Mostly Ghostly, where it, was, right, right. where it was, those were for kids that if they wanted to get into horror, but they didn't want to watch anything, it was like, here's your section for reading. But me, I didn't care for reading. I like to watch stuff. So it was like, yeah, like the Goosebump show and then Curtis Carly Dog, Room Adventures of Mandy, uh, Billy and Mandy, like all these, like other like kids inspired like horror shows, they were t- they were saying like, "Hey, do you want to start getting into horror? Here's the good place to start before you step into like adult horror." And that's that's actually that's actually what I've been kind of doing with um, um, my little uh, brother, who's you know who's about to be a full teenager, which. <laughs> scary to me but um i've been been trying to get him into like more like like a little bit more more adult but not like full full adult like yeah pg-13 not into R stuff yet um but honestly you know if i will if i have to say it i did show him one rated r movie and that was army of darkness but if you watch that movie by today's standards that is so pg-13 it
0: is not an r-rated movie that is like That's like they
1: forced try to be R, but it's not R. Oh no! You know? That okay. So the history of that one was the they have a director's cut that has that has a a lot more stuff in it. That was originally supposed to be the theatrical cut, but and they wanted it to be rated R, but the studio I think it was Universal said we want a PG thirteen version, and they cut it down to what the theatrical version is. But guess what the MPAA gave it? What? What did they do? NC seventeen. What? Yes. The studio wanted PG thirteen. Uh, Sam Raimi wanted it, rated R, and the MPAA gave it an NC seventeen. And they they joked about it too. Bruh. They said, I mean like I, I think it was I think it was Bruce. He said um, Goodfellas came out the same year. You had all that swearing and violence and it was rated R, and Army of Darkness has talking skeletons and gets an NC seventeen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And like, yeah, nice. they they're stupid. But that's mainly because when I was growing up, my dad showed me Army of Darkness when when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, this is, yeah, I'm fine. So and I've been wanting to get my little brother into Evil Dead because I think he would enjoy it but it's kind of it's one of those series where it's kind of like where do I start with this um so I started with Army of Darkness mainly because it's 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 the one that I grew up watching the most and also that was the first Evil Dead movie that I saw I watched it completely backwards and then also it was like oh this is this isn't rated R like you're so fine so Mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's why I showed it and then I showed it to him and he and he liked it I'm just like yes we're on the right track I'm on the right track so then I showed him um we watched the the Finance Freddy's movie um he wasn't phased by that one at all um I showed him Cloverfield and he wasn't phased by that one at all and I was like wow man so then I kind of want to show him like poltergeist or like it, maybe like um or uh yeah, I wanna show him trying to show him poltergeist or maybe even Super Eight. Uh but there's like or even like World War Z. Uh where it's kinda like it's in the middle, like he knows pretty much like he's he's seen like alien stuff, he's seen like zombie stuff before. He play he plays Call of Duty and that thing is more violent than pretty much what I've been showing him. So I'm like, oh he's so fine. Um, <laughs> oh, okay but, but yeah so it's but yeah so when we were kids it was just like this is kind of what we grew up on it and i saw this picture it was of uh, teen titans and Teen Titans go and the top one was like thank god you grew up with this and it was the original Teen titans and not this and it was teen oh, Titans oh go. my god
0: yes
1: yeah thank god you grew up with this and not this and i'm like that's why when go came out i was just I just depression just caved in because it's just like the original was like one of my favorite shows and still is one of my favorite shows and you guys are doing this and just basically shitting on it and I was just like you don't even know what the hell you're doing anymore you know it was just really
0: bad
1: oh yeah well speaking of very bad do you think it's time we got into Winnie the Pooh blood and honey
0: Oh, God, I don't even want to talk
1: about it. But yes, we shall. Hey, if we talk about it now, we don't have to talk about it later. But then, of course, we will think of something that will then remind us of this and bring it up again. But we don't have to talk about it in full detail ever again. So, yeah. Fair enough, let's go. And then uh, when I looked at um, our cinematic duo Snips channel, uh, my rant on this one I think is actually the top top one I think it's the top clip. oh
0: my god
1: yeah so I'm like oh boy alright I guess we have to talk about it (laughs) okay well here we go okay so the whole point of this movie was because um, Winnie the Pooh not the Disney one but the actual story of Winnie the Pooh entered the public domain which is how we got this movie and I already have a like we have that Steamboat Willie horror movie coming up pretty soon because that entered yes. public domain uh they're they're also doing a sequel to this which, which we'll getting into later they are apparently doing a Peter Pan's Neverland Nightmare movie
0: which is so stupid but okay
1: and then they're doing a Bambi the Reckoning one and I'm like if they want to do a live action Bambi movie SNL already did it where Bambi was played by Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) And honestly, my
0: God.
1: Yeah, that that skit was awesome where it was. He got all buffed up and yeah, where Bambi got all buffed up and um, he's just like, they killed my mother. And so he like takes that out on like all the hunters. And it's just like, "Uh, that's that's what I want to see. And like, If they actually made a legit full length movie of Dwayne Johnson playing Bambi, I'll see it because if he's like, yeah. yeah, if it's exactly like that SNL sketch, but they just made it full, full length, I'll watch it like no doubt about it. But so yeah, Winnie the Pooh, a blood and honey, this movie exists because Winnie the Pooh entered public domain. And they basically said, "Hey, now that he, he it's in the public domain, anybody can get a hold of it. Anyone can do whatever they want with it. So let's make a almost slasher film. And it's like, okay, whatever. Now, uh, I'll go. I'll go last. But um, how did you hear about this movie? Oh,
0: uh to be fair I saw it on instagram that they were gonna make a winnie the pooh movie that was gonna be a horror movie about them i don't remember but i think they said it was like Pooh was gonna go kill christopher robin or one of the two something like that mm-hmm. and then it came out and i didn't watch it until recently
1: mm-hmm. oh,
0: no.
1: yeah. yeah i uh yeah, I I had heard about this movie for for a little bit, um, but yeah, I was seeing it online a lot, and yeah, I t- I took one look at it and I just went, yeah, this is gonna be dog shit, and sure enough, everyone was saying it is, it is dog shit, and yeah, and then through fr- through all these warnings, through all these like people putting in their worst of. People saying it's one of the worst films of the year, people saying it was one of the worst films ever made. I still watched it. And it just shows how much I don't learn. Yeah,
0: yeah, and you know what? You told me not to
1: watch it too, and guess what I did? I went and watched it. <laughs> you swatted my, my warnings away. Yeah, but but at the same time, you know, I I didn't, I don't have an excuse. You did. I gave you the excuse. <laughs> and yet you just said, like, fuck your excuse and just swatted it away. But now you've seen it. So now you know why I was saying, hey, stay away from it. But, you know, <laughs> is, I, I, I don't remember who said it, but it was like the, the fuck your thoughts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't remember who said it, but yeah. Um, so, so the plot of the movie is after christopher robin abandons them for college because you know he needs to grow up Pooh and piglet embark on a bloody rampage as they search for a new source of food now this movie has a 2.9 out of 10 on imdb a 16 out of 100 on metascore and um, has made tons of worst of lists, both of the year and um, of all time. <laughs> you know what that's an
0: accomplishment. They
1: need to be proud of themselves for that one. They are because they're making a second one. And As... it's gonna
0: be released in February one month from now. Oh God.
1: Yeah, um I don't I don't think I'm gonna do that one. but
0: yeah, they said that they're gonna ramp it up and make it more crazy and more kind of extreme That's to be twisted and dark. I'm just going to say this. If the first one did so bad, imagine what the second one's going to be like.
1: Probably worse. But, you know, besides that, we need to go into an in-depth uh, retrospective of a of a goddamn Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Okay. So, the beginning of the movie, and I'm just going to say this now, we're going to spoil the shit out of this, because we both fucking hate this movie absolutely so just gonna get that out of the way so if you don't want to hear spoilers of winnie the pooh blood and honey one you need to get out of here and
0: if you just don't care then you just stay for the
1: road oh yeah stay this, for the road, because this is a fun road and you're probably going to hear us yell and rant on this a lot so if you love rants you know you're you've come to the right place you're, you're listening to the correct show
0: so well
1: so yay all right. So the the prologue of this movie, it definitely sets you off as like, OK, you know, this is interesting. It's all like hand drawn and like all that stuff. So you find out that I thought the original plot of the movie was. It was uh, Christopher Robin actually like like the original story, um, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet Igor, uh Tigger they were all um, imaginary. That's what I thought. And my original thought of the movie was, they were they were imaginary to then Christopher Robin was getting bullied over it, because like some bullies may have found out about it, to then um, years and years later, those bullies, he's able Christopher Robin is able to track down where those bullies are and hire a bunch of like, you know, like bulky hitman to dress up as, you know, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, and, and so on, to then try and, try and kill him, to then, you know, exact revenge. That's what I thought it was. No, not at all. And- yeah, no, You were so far off- Oh yeah. To what actually happened. Yeah, So I, far actually, off. And, and, and to be honest, um does that sound better like the premise that i had did that sound better
0: absolutely if you were directing this movie i probably would have given it at least a seven out of ten with that plot
1: uh, uh hold on seven I, w- I would say probably 7.1 and i'll i'll be happy <laughs> no okay listen listen. i'm kidding, I, I'm kidding.
0: I, I, i'll give you that
1: one no I'm, I'm kidding but that's what i thought the plot was but no the plot of the movie is we we said it, you know. Uh Christopher Robin uh is is friends with them, but they're not imaginary. No. They are actually real animal human hybrids that have apparently been casted out of society. And you don't mm-hmm. know why. They just said, oh, they're just they're in the woods, and they're hungry and they're starving, and everyone's given up on them. yeah and
0: basically i think they said that they were like against humanity because they killed eeyore and they ate eeyore and they haven't talked to a human since (laughs)
1: so so yeah so christopher robin starts like you know hanging out with them giving them food and everything being their friend then christopher robin then grows up and goes to college you know because he wants to you know make something of his life to then you know the you know winnie piglet uh and all the others they um you know they decide you know what you know what we hate chris robin but we also hate humanity and in order to survive we're going to kill igor and uh you know eat him and then now we apparently hate every single human being on earth and if we see one we're just gonna kill him be fun very fun yeah great so then uh years and years and years go by five by the way five years later oh five years Yeah, many years it feels like many years (laughs) but yeah so five years go by and you were taking notes during this i wasn't Oh, I, I was taking mental saying, notes. I remember it. I, that's how
0: much I hate it. I memorized the plot. And I was like, yeah. I, it's been five years.
1: Uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I, I skipped me, over that hour part. Of my life
0: that I could never take
1: back. Okay? Yeah, I, I skipped over that part, unfortunately. Um, but no. So, yeah, five years later, Christopher Robin takes, uh, I think it was his soon-to-be wife, I think?
0: Yep, his fiancée married. His fiancée.
1: Um, to the woods and uh to meet them and to be honest if i was if i was the fiance i'd be worried i'd be going like uh i ain't going to the damn woods why because you say like there's these animal human hybrids that are in there no but you know you'll do anything yeah i love i what they
0: did to mary after she and they introduced (laughs) each Uh. other I would have
1: just, I would have ran the minute they said, let's go into the woods, you know? Yeah, no. Hey, I got a great idea, guys. What? Let's go in the woods. See ya. You no. I've learned my lesson. Yeah. I'm just um, saying. It, 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 avoid this movie called, um, Ch- the, the Chernobyl Diaries, because that's pretty much that, where it's, it's a group, it's a found footage movie, it's a group of friends, and they go to, uh, Chernobyl, and they do this thing called extreme tour uh, touring. And they try to get in there. And of course there's guards say like, Oh, you can't go in there to then they are they're, they're just like, Oh no, we're getting in there. <laughs> like they turn into complete punks and they find their way in. And then it's like, Oh, that eh, comes a survival movie. It's, it's like that where it's like, why would you want to go to, I think possibly the most irradiated city of all like, why would you want to do that? And it's yeah, like to like when somebody says to me, like, hey, let's go into the woods to see if I can find my um friends who are like animal human hybrids and you know, that'd be cool, right? I'd be um, like, um yeah. You're doing that by yourself. I mean you got like, me
0: at human hybrids, bro. Yeah. Uh, I think they said that they were anthromorphs
1: Something like wrong. that. But, but, like, honestly, okay, but honestly, honestly, okay, do you okay. think I don't think they gave a shit. So so anyway, <laughs> so anyway, they then kill his fiance, and they kidnap uh, Christopher Robin. But here's the thing: the way it was edited, was I thought they killed him. They,
0: no, because okay, they're supposed to drag him into the woods. It looks like they almost no. You're right. It looks like they were gonna bury him and kill him. Uh huh. You know.
1: Yeah. Like I thought, yeah, the prologue. That's and this is before the credit. Uh, the the main title, it was a title card, pops up. So, I thought they they killed him for a while, and then later on you find out, oh no, he's actually alive. He's just hanging on like chains, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre style. And it's like, <laughs> oh, he's still alive. W- well, what was that editing? And yeah, I want to get this out of the way first. The editing in this movie is just fucking horrible. I mean i told you and i told so you in my rant it was like it was like edward scissorhands edited this edited this thing like it was so I bad think, i think
0: edward scissorhands would have done a better job in Ooh, my opinion
1: but. yeah yeah but yeah it's honestly i think like a just de- a deceased person could have done way better um but anyway so <laughs> so then it then becomes like a typical like cabin in the woods movie: a bunch of a bunch of friends go and they find um a cabin in the woods that's a typical movie but with this one they say hey what if it's a bunch of a bunch of friends um all all, all, women, girls. all girls all girls by the way yeah and they find the house that you know Pooh and piglet they they've lived in
0: right and, or they it rent was, a
1: cabin yeah they rent a cabin that's like that. maybe like a minute away from where they live and
0: which is stupid right yeah. who runs a cabin like right across the street yeah nobody does just, no just stay in your own goddamn house
1: you yeah know? i know but to but then once you get introduced to these characters you're like what i don't i don't get any of this crap and i'll, I'll bring up the editing thing again did you notice that um Okay. So right when they get into the house, uh, one of the, one of the friends says, okay, everyone hand in your phones right here. And then they're like, it's supposed to be like off the grid, you know, cell phones okay. stuff like mm-hmm. that. We're supposed to be, you know, together to then They all do to then one of them. I don't know if you caught this. One of them is a supposed to be like a, uh, like Instagram star or something like that, or like a tick, right. whatever. So they need their phone. Well, there's a scene that's like almost immediately after it where that character is in their room doing that with her phone. To then the next scene right after that is that character coming downstairs and grabbing their phone. Did did you catch that?
0: I did catch that. You're right. Yeah. I did catch
1: that. Yeah. What the fuck? Like what the hell? I was so confused and so then you know the oh my god this is you know I'm gonna have to drink after um we finish this up
0: we'll do it together well I don't even want to continue man okay 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 okay. on paper what we're about to talk about sounds epic gory the execution of what they should have done is horrifyingly bad that even you're just like wow that's just
1: That's not even funny (laughs) though. It feels like they had maybe, I would say, I would give them maybe a hundred bucks worth of um, on their budget to use for the gore effects. And uh, they grabbed a lot of that from Party City, but then also they then show like some of the kills and it feels like you can do that in After Effects in an hour.
0: I think the one scene that I really, you know, like, as I was giving this movie a chance, you know, after they burned so, Mary's and shit, so you know, was I. I was like, okay, you know what? That wasn't that bad. Yeah. But the wood chipper scene. Oh the my chipper god! Scene was that, oh. that
1: that took me out? Oh. It took me
0: out. That's it. Oh. That's it.
1: I was done. You, uh, there's a movie you need to check out called uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh my god! Oh okay. my. Okay. No. No bullshit. It sound. It, it, This sounds stupid, but it's actually funny. It's about these two, uh, redneck lovers who are, who have a cabin in the woods, but they're living their lives, you know, nothing terrible to then these college students come in and think that they're backwards killers because it's yes. Like there's a scene where, um, one of them, is like throwing uh, like giant wood logs into the wood chipper, and then one of the college uh, college students who's like trying to be like the like the the bro of them like oh I can take him on tries to like jump on him, but he ends up jumping into the wood chipper. To then the 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 redneck is just like oh my god like I cannot believe he just did this so he's trying to pull him out, but. Then there's a bunch of other like college students sort of looking at it and it looks like the the guy is pushing him into the wood chipper. But in actuality he's trying to pull him out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's it sounds stupid, but it's it's funny. It's fun. Um yeah, this this movie's not funny. This movie's not fun. Um it's none of the above. It's complete and utter dog shit. It's and, so um, bad. And we're just getting on the tip of the Iceberg.
0: Yeah, this is like what, like the first thirty
1: minutes? <laughs> Something like that. And the movie is an hour and twenty minutes long, and it felt like it was like two hours when I was watching it. I'm like, can we get over this? Oh, and so then to, yeah, then each of them start dying, you know, one after the other. And um yeah, it, it oh my god. This this is one of those movies where I started asking questions throughout it, like what is this like what is happening why is this happening but then halfway through asking my question i then stopped completely so there were times where i was asking like legitimate questions like why is this character doing this and then it started turning into why is the why is she doing ah fuck it. it it started turning into that this oh my god like i i don't think i've seen a movie like this ever where I'm like, wow, this was just uninspired. They could have legit, they could have legitimately made a, you know, a a legit horror movie off of Winnie the Pooh. You can make a good oh, idea yeah. out of anything. I mean, I
0: mean, Winnie the Pooh already was kind of scary after the conspiracies came out about every single one of them. You know, like yeah, like you know, Winnie being like uh, having an eating disorder, like each one being like. Something like that, right? Well, I mean, yeah. even if you, if you look at like all the that. different...
1: Yeah, if you look at all the different variants of Winnie the Pooh, he, he uh, honey was like his drug.
0: Yeah, and he was an addict
1: to that. Yeah, he was be. an addict. So I was like, oh, oh my God, that's dark. But this, there's, there's nothing even to... Did you legitimately get any laughs in this movie? Not from the movie saying something funny or not doing something funny, but you were looking at something that is honestly so easy to do. You were laughing at it. Like at all.
0: Uh, yeah, the part where they uncovered um, Christopher Robin Mary's blood, you know, how <sighs> easily I could detect fake blood. Yes, it was that bad.
1: And um, did it was it just me or every scene with Christopher Robin on he was supposed to be like hooked up to all these change chains. Did it look like uh he was honestly just hanging on to them like if he just let go he would have been freed Yeah,
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: oh my god this i think has been the worst you know horror movie i've seen since this one called veronica and oh my god you have you heard of that one no oh my god okay So that movie is, do you know, um, the, uh, singer, uh, Glenn Danzig? I do. Yeah. So he actually, he owns a comic series, uh, I think called, uh, I think it was, oh, shoot. I forget what it was called, but it was something along the lines of that. Um, where they were supposed to be very violent and gory and just straight up, like, nudity comics so basically oh. um, his his um his like blood and gore comics basically but it's it, he it's so the movie is basically about um an anth- it's an anthology movie where it's three stories where it has to do with something violent and sexual. And that's pretty much the whole damn movie.
0: That's I mean, okay. Uh, oh,
1: snuff. I mean, it, it, th- think about it. It's Verotica sounds like the word verotic. Ew. So yeah. Ew. That's yeah, and and while movie alone, it sucks. There's so many things in that movie that are just so easy to do. Like there is a scene in that movie where a character is supposed to be like on chains, but you can clearly tell they're just hanging on to it. They don't even make it um like like it's like in like peripheral vision or anything. They have a shot of it where you can clearly like you have to be blind not to see it. Of they're clearly just hanging on to the chains, and I'm like, "What? What is this? What is this?
0: Sounds like. Do you know that you, you saw that part where they were like whipping him with ears tail? You yeah, know what? It looked like you bought it off Amazon. You know, Yeah. like it, they bought it off Amazon. And it was just yeah. like a costume, or like it, even Party City, you know.
1: And and to be honest, the reason why I thought the movie was it was a bunch of. Uh, people that Christopher Robin hired to put on, like, uh, these masks is because, I don't know about you, but the masks of Pooh and Piglet, they look, or they, they're they supposed to be hybrid, like, animal-human hybrids, but they looked like Halloween masks you can get from, like, a a, a spirit Halloween store. And...
0: Yeah, and not even, like, a good kind of mask. No. Either. It wasn't, like, no,
1: nothing fancy. It was, like, you could tell. Oh, yeah. And they... I they use CGI to like make the ears move. And it's like you couldn't even like have like a an animatronic like mask where it's like a real mask but then you have like animatronic like parts and stuff. They couldn't even do that. And you can and you know I understand if they had a very low budget. I understand that. But there are some like like small robotic things that actually don't cost a whole lot. And yeah, to make, like, just, like, ears move, that's not that hard. And, yeah, and then just... the, Oh, my God. Like, every time when I bring this up, it's, like, losing brain cells. And... I'm
0: already <laughs> losing them as you talk. Yeah.
1: So... Yeah, this... This movie will make you just dumb. So... If you don't want to be dumb, don't watch this movie. And um, then, yeah, at the very end, they they had the audacity to do what they did at the end to then the point when they did it, I frankly didn't care because I just wanted the movie to end. And then, then they then come out and say, oh, we're going to do another one. And I'm like, you guys clearly didn't learn anything, right? And it, it, it just, oh my God, I i even though the movie is an hour and 24 minutes long it feels it feels longer than that it feels like two hours when you're watching it because you're just so just in shock yeah it you're just in shock on what you're watching and like i cannot believe this so it's yeah i oh my god I don't even know
0: what to say about this movie, man. Even down to, like, him stabbing that poor girl at the end of
1: the movie. (laughs) Yeah, like, what was that? It was like, okay, whatever, I don't really care anymore. I
0: don't know what who breaking his vow of silence was supposed to make us feel, but it just made me kind of, like, what, why?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, like, cool, I guess. And He said, you left.
1: Yeah, well, and then... In the prologue, um I I I pieced it together uh that you know it was probably what I what I thought. But in the prologue, it yeah, they say it was Pooh, Piglet, Igor, and a couple of others. And they killed Igor. So from that five years, I'm now thinking that um Pooh and Piglet killed the other ones. That that's what I thought, but they never say uh-huh. anything. They never say anything. So you're just, you're left with, I think it was four or five of them. I think it was five of them.
0: Five, and it was the Owl, the Rabbit,
1: Igor, Piglet, Pooh, and Piglet. Poo. Yeah, yeah, so you're, he,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, it was five of them. Is that when you time jump, yeah, they set up like, okay, they killed Igor, okay, there's four left. But then when they time jump, you only see Pooh and Piglet. And like, okay, I, I probably pieced it together that They killed the owl and rabbit, but you don't, they didn't say anything. You, even if something like something so small, like you see like bones and they look suspiciously almost like owl and rabbit bones. Okay. There it is, but they don't really say anything. So it's all that like continuity that they just throw right out the damn window and it just makes no sense. And it, it almost feels like a, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? but they don't realize that it doesn't connect I, yeah
0: I don't even know what was going on at the time in that movie I'll be honest with you just everything just was so bad gory mm. yes gory was to the point where even I was like aren't you guys taking this a little too far <laughs> but,
1: well and then even the the gore you know? like it's yeah it's like they spent like a hundred dollars. And they bought supplies at Party City, and they wasted it all on one shot. And they went, "Oh no, we don't have any more gore." Fuck it, do it in post.
0: It's so bad. It's just, it's just so bad. No. I don't even know what to tell you. And also, what was Piglet's mask? What was Piglet's mask? I don't.
1: It was just a pig. He looked more like a boar. Oh.
0: In my opinion, I feel like they would have done so much more better had they used actual costumes. Poos was fine. Piglets was just a pig, like an actual pig, like a boar, you're uh-huh. right.
1: Yeah, it looked like like, like a like a uh-huh. boar. So it was like okay, uh-huh. and yeah, it was just like whatever. I don't, I don't care about this anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um if we want to hit to a conclusion so we can you know stop talking about this monstrosity <laughs> okay
0: um
1: this is one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen like I said this is the worst new horror movie that I'd seen since Veronica, which came out I think 2019, 2020 or something like that um yeah yeah don't don't watch that one If you want to watch, just... um, I I would say, for Winnie the Pooh, even if you are curious on what is happening, and you're curious of how this plays out, and, like, what will happen, don't even do that. Because there's nothing. This movie is nothing. And, oh my god, I, I... Um, I I've I've already forgotten what our like lowest rating is. I forgot
0: so too, but um, it, it deserves shit. that. It's not even not even shit, bro. Even worse than
1: that. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just it's. This is like I said. This is one of the worst. Um, not just horror movies I've seen, ever, but one of just the worst movies ever um oh it's a i hate myself
0: i hate myself yeah I yeah. Just, uh, yeah yeah I, And yeah, i do i, I do yeah <laughs> so.
1: i mean i hate myself because i you know found i saw all these warnings and all these warning signs and they were in my face and i basically backed them all away and still watched this and i'm and i'm kicking myself every time because this is just one of the worst pieces of shit i have seen ever like it's so bad not even not even down to i'm not i'm not gonna deduct points for this for being a low budget film but there's so many like small like little like easy things about filmmaking that they just completely throw out the window and just don't care about or they missed it and it's like that's something so easy that a four-year-old knows how to do it it's like it's so common and they just don't do it and yeah this absolutely gets a i hate myself so i
0: i hate myself
1: yeah i i absolutely hate this movie i think it needs to go away the fact that they're doing a second one proves that they have not learned proves that all those bonks to the head that this movie has gotten hasn't given them amnesia. And they're like, oh, that's actually a good thing. Let's continue to do more.
0: No! I think you guys should just stop it. And um the director, who's also the person that wrote the screenplay, and who also edited the whole movie, needs to stop. Alright? Because the right. last thing I need to hear is that you're going to make a third one, and then
1: a fourth one. No. No, no no no, just, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. Nope. Oh, I'm looking at uh, oh, hold on. I'm looking at uh some of the other things he's known for. Um well, let's see. Let's see what he's got. Um he's known for uh Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey 2. Uh looks like he's gonna be a producer and maybe a director on um no uh just producer on Peter Pan's Neverland Nightmare. Uh
0: God forbid.
1: Uh The Loch Ness Horror, uh Snake Hotel, Sky Monster. Fire NATO, Dinosaur Hotel 2, Summoning Bloody Mary 2, The Killer Tree, Return of Krampus, Curse of Jack Frost, Dragons Dragon Fury, Wrath of Fire, Kingdom of the Dinosaurs, Shockwaves, Croc, Looks Can Kill. Do I have to continue? No,
0: I can just tell you one thing is uh who are you and why are you doing so much?
1: Well, why are you just doing so much crap?
0: Exactly. I have not heard of any of these.
1: Well, that's you know, probably a good thing.
0: No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Whatever.
0: Um, I mean, there's a, sure, it's a lot of movies. And well, sure, yeah. he's produced a lot of things. But realistically, how many of them have actually gone beyond you just reading it off
1: Wiki? You know? No, <laughs> oh, but he's, he's a visual effects uh, post production for Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, where I can easily do that in an hour on After Effects.
0: Even I could do that. I could add a little. Honestly, I I think anybody can. Anything better than this guy?
1: Yeah, honestly, I think anybody can do better than that thing did.
0: Oh yeah.
1: So, yeah, no, this was absolutely terrible. Um, Yeah, I hate myself for uh, for for persuading myself into watching it, and I now just hate. Yeah, just hate myself for doing that and uh when the second one comes out um count me out on that one and i'm not going to do that one i don't even think you can pay me to watch this again like i'll just i'll say no to it so yeah uh, not
0: unless we have like a a drinking contest to it then maybe you'll consider
1: it Mm -hmm. oh my god i'm already seeing like photos of the second one and um now they almost look like furry creatures.
0: oh they yeah. thought that they could improve the costumes. Oh uh, yeah,
1: they suck off! Just screw but, right off.
0: Watch that Simba Willy one, the the new trailer that came out. It's so bad, Trevor. It's yeah, so I bad.
1: honestly, you know, if it's you know, if it's not like Velocipaster or Lamagen or even Killer Sofa or even Jesus Christ, Vampire Hunter, you can count me out on that, because I know I'm going to look into it going, oh, there's going to be some humor to this, or it's going to be funny. And unlike those other ones, those were actually like legitimately funny, and I had a good time watching them. This one, I didn't. And uh, that Steamboat Willy one looks exactly the same. No, so.
0: It actually does look like
1: it's just going to be Winnie the Pooh,
0: but freaking... <laughs> just freaking mickey mouse
1: i mean the fact that they couldn't have waited a while to do it they waited i remember it was two days after new year's day that they announced it i'm like hey we're doing a steamboat Willie movie it's gonna be a horror movie because for people who don't know steamboat willy uh, is now in the public domain this year so anybody can use it He's free. Which means that Disney no longer owns it, which is which means that we're basically taking something from Disney. We all are, so yay! But it was two days later, after New Year's Day, and after it was announced that *Steamboat Willie* was now officially in the public domain, when oh, let's do let's do a *Steamboat Willie* movie, and why? Because we just we feel like it well
0: yeah no well, i don't i hate those so much
1: i just i i hate people <laughs> me
0: too <laughs> and it's not even all about steamboat willie either it the, the whole premise yeah. of the movie is just that it's a killer dressed as mickey mouse so there you go
1: that's it oh so they're actually doing what i thought winnie the pooh blood and honey was gonna do but actually he's Mm-hmm. Going to do it, but instead it's going to be someone that is dressed up as Steamboat Willie. Basically. It's or pretty, or pretty much like, Trap, an, like an older it's... version of Mickey Mouse, but okay.
0: Oh. I mean, yeah.
1: Uh, this, but I mean, I we'll what my...
0: happens because that that's what they said that it was going to be centered around yeah. was that, you know, it's just a group of people trapped inside an arcade and they're going to be hunted All I heard by a killer dressed up as Mickey.
1: Oh, I I I third I thought it was gonna be a cruise ship from the way that they I saw pictures of it. Because I, thought I, I was seeing I was looking at it going like, This is reminding me a lot of Friday the thirteenth, uh Jason takes Manhattan, where seventy five percent of that movie takes place on a damn cruise ship. And then the last twenty five percent takes place in, in Manhattan. It was Canada, but it was Manhattan in the movie. But except for the scene in Times Square, which was cool um but it was just like what are you what are you doing if you're gonna make a movie called jason takes manhattan make it in new york don't make it on a damn cruise ship the entire movie that's crazy why would you
0: even name it that if you're not gonna actually show us the other half of the title you know
1: money 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 money
0: money 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 money. fair enough Mm
1: actually real quick speaking of money did you hear like the internet's going crazy over they think that mr krabs from spongebob is actually dead no way yeah the internet's going crazy over that um I've no, not seen that no uh mr krabs is not dead it's not people are convincing themselves that he is and trying to figure out how did he die and i'm just slapping myself in the forehead going really are you kidding me like no like every time when i look at uh, like facebook i see some new stupid thing about it where it's like oh we found this about him apparently he did this and like he did this i'm like do i look like i care and to is this something you really should be worrying about this is a kids tv show that has been on the air for over 20 years do you honestly think that people give a shit And then apparently some people do. Apparently. Enough. Enough people do. You know, that's like what I said. I just, I hate people. (laughs) That's a good note to end on. I hate people. I, yep, we all hate people. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: well. Oh well. Tried to get used to it, but just can't
0: ever nope. just never ever in my life
1: yeah so moral of this episode is uh winning the poop blood and honey don't watch that Ass, so ass. just don't why we told you not to and
0: don't be me just don't watch it you know i don't have to watch it because if he talks about it, i gotta talk about it too
1: so <laughs> oh sorry but you
0: don't have to we just told you we just told you gory bad no money budget movie Part 2 coming out in you basically,
1: February. You basically just said, if I have to watch something crappy, then you have to watch something crappy. Like, I'm making you do this. Well, you didn't make
0: me. I just. I did I it myself. You. I blame myself for that. I never. I'm not accusing you of that.
1: Uh huh.
0: But you hyped it up so much that I have to. I had to watch it at that rate. I was like, Man, okay, so, you used it so if I much, see. I might as well watch it now.
1: Okay, if, if, if I see, like, a really, really bad. Um, Horror movie like this again, I will not tell you about it, because oh, this yeah. because the second I do, you'll start to get interested. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying All we have to about have good common interests interest sometimes, and well, I mean, our it, common interest was that we both want to kill ourselves after watching this movie. Well,
1: I mean, you know, interest can come from anywhere, you know. So even like some of the worst movies, you're just like, okay, I have to see how bad that is. But to me, you know. It, me being someone that wants to like be involved with like writing and stuff like that. I always love to look at what not to do because it's it's the best way to, to learn. And this stuff was stuff I'm like, I didn't even need to take the course for this one because I already imagined not to do this. So, yeah. So yeah, just moral of the story is. Um, well, if I want to put it in the words of The Lonely Island, The moral of the story is you can't trust the system. (laughs) So.
0: I hate
1: myself. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I got no words. (laughs) So, yeah. Avoid it. But, you know. Do what you want. It's your life.
0: Thank you for listening. Subscribe for more episodes. Be sure to check out Cinematic Duo Snips on YouTube for clips from our shows. Follow us on social. Thanks again and be sure to watch more stuff.